Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danka together with Ziaul Raushan. Another day of sports, another day of emotions. And, you know, this issue of uh, that whole VAR debacle over the weekend, we had a conversation about this on Monday. Um, and, and, you know, sympathy for the Liverpool fans. Yeah, on Monday we talked about it in the sense if it was too late to apologise, it seems the PGMOL have tried to address the issue head-on by releasing the audio of what went down during that VAR debacle shall we call it. I'm not sure it's given much clarity, but it's edging towards closure, I assume. Yeah, uh, and this is in relation to Luis Diaz being ruled offside, uh, when clearly it could have been an advantage to Liverpool had that goal been allowed to stand. Uh, When we look back, it does show that Luis Diaz was, in fact, onside. Uh, But let's listen into that audio. This audio, right, is basically the discussions that happened when that VAR decision was made. Have a listen. Oh, good. Both holding. Both holding. Yeah. Leave it though. Waiting, delaying, delaying. Yes. Give it. Coming back for the offside, mate. Just checking the offside, delay, delay. Give me kick point. Let's go. Kick point, please. Yeah, give me 2D line ready. I feel as well for frame two after that. That's fine. Frame two there. Perfect. I've got the time on this. 2D line on left boot. So 2D line on the boot. Check complete. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Off. Thank you, mate. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the on-field decision was offside. Are you happy with this? Yeah. Are you happy with this? Offside decision. Right. Go. Yeah. What? On-field decision was offside. Are you happy with this Never image? Yes, yeah, it's onside. The image we gave him is onside. Left back. He's played. He's yeah. gone offside. Delay, delay. delay. No. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie? Yeah, delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the yeah, game. They've restarted Nothing the game. The yeah, they've restarted. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. That's a mess, if you ask me. Yeah, confusing is a word that comes to mind. And Elliot, you and I maybe thrive under pressure a lot, but we are no experts when it comes to this. So I'm glad we have on the call FIFA referee Taki Jahari to weigh in. He, of course, is Singapore's pride, flies the flag as a referee on the global stage, and he's with us on the call. Taki, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to. Uh, it's my pleasure to be with you all. And we have another situation here. <laughs> Indeed, we do, Taki. And I can, uh, you have my admiration, of course. It must not be easy uh, having to handle that particular situation. But now that that audio has been released, uh, give us, I, I guess, your initial thoughts, your initial impressions of, of that situation. I think uh, the, the process of the situation itself was correct in the sense that, uh, as we can see on the field of play, uh, technical decision was offside by the referee on the field of play, which the referee or the assistant referee delayed the flag until the ball has entered the, the goal. And subsequently, uh, he subsequently he raised the, the flag for offside. Yeah? Okay. So there's the, there's the task of the VR, right? the VR to check whether this was a legitimate or illegitimate goal, whether it was an, an offside offense, which technically they did. Mm. And when they draw the lines, yeah, when they draw the lines, they did it correctly. I think in terms of procedure and uh, in terms of protocol was correct. But I think at, the, at that moment, the interpretation, whether it was an attacker or defender, probably might have confused the uh, VMOs. VMOs in this case refers to the VR and the assistant VR. So I guess that was where the confusion occurs. Now, Taki, you talk about confusion and you try to talk us through the technicalities of it, but you've been the referee on the pitch. You also have been the VAR referee. So how much pressure is there to make that correct decision in an almost, I dare say, split second? Obviously, you can take your time, but in that quick quick timing. Yeah, 
Yes, I think I think that is the challenge as we are, you know, uh, on the field of play. The referees will always have a, I would I wouldn't say have a chance, well, but mistakes will happen in the game, mm. and especially big mistakes. Uh, happens in the game and that is where the purpose of the VR to come in to correct the clear and obvious error or any mistake uh, any mistaken uh, incident or mis-incident by the referee itself. And in this case, it was clear and obvious that the, the assistant referee made an incorrect decision of offside and okay. with the technology, you know, with the technology, uh, people expect the football expectation that the VR to be to intervene this because this is something factual and not something subjective, you know, because if, when you draw the line in the offside, everybody can see oh, this player is in offside position or not. Yeah. Taki, yeah. Could, could someone have intervened if, let's say, someone was actually sure that it was onside? And of course, this is a hypothetical. Say the other linesman or the fourth official or even the referee himself was sure that, no, it was onside. Could he have intervened and override the whole VAR decision check complete process? For the referees on the field of play, it would be very, very tough, I would okay. say, because uh, yeah, because the the situation was very dynamic. It was it was moving very fast, and uh, they have to make split second uh, on uh, on field decision. But obviously, it was the VMO's uh, duty and responsibility. And in this case, I think the teamwork inside the VR room was very, very important, where the VR already uh, doing the process to check whether this player was in offside position. And subsequently, we have the assistant VR, and that is where the critical role of this assistant VR plays in the teamwork between the both of them. Okay. And that is where they have, the AVR have to support the VR in terms of not only uh, the uh, VR process, but in terms of decision making as well. Now, Taki, you've mentioned the VMOs, the VAR, the assistant VAR, the referee. But in that audio, the replay operator was almost certain that a mistake had been made. And he tried to tell the VAR official as much, right? Are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? So, was that a clear and obvious error on the VAR official's part to just, you know, say the face has continued, therefore I cannot stop play? Yeah, you're totally right. In fact, uh, to be honest, the replay operator has no right, you know, have no right to intervene in this kind of situation, even to give some uh, elements of or was it a correct decision because the, the, the capacity for them is just to, to operate the, the VR system to, to, uh, to give the best support to the VR and AVR. But in this case, I think when, when he was putting the lines, probably he, he had that feeling that the referee, I mean, the VMO was interpreting that situation wrongly. That's where he prompted that, are you sure, you know, this kind of, of, of question, uh, which resulted to, to the, for the VMOs to rethink what has been uh, decided earlier. And based on the protocol itself, once the game has uh, restarted, you can't come back for this situation to call back for the, for the cancel the offside and award the good. Wow, this is it, it, it creates so much context, right, uh, Taki, and, and gives us an insight into that room. On the one hand, it's very harsh to say, you know, let the licensed people do their job. On the other hand, wow, humans and how we depend on technology. Uh, Taki, just a, a final question, if you don't mind. Um, do you foresee that moving forward after this incident, is it going to be very difficult to get the league, the Premier League especially, to buy into VAR? I mean, you almost sense that managers will start to question everything. How do you feel about this? Uh, I, I think back to that question, uh, I think the first we have to, to, to know that uh, when 
a system, let's say the VR technology, for example, sure. is malfunctioned. Okay. Or in this case, I would say the decision not to review or incident or review an incident wrongly, uh, the match itself is not invalidated. Okay. So we have to understand that behind the technology, there is still human being operating this technology, yeah. which mm. is bound to be to have error and so on. Yeah. So I think moving forward, it is important, uh, number one, to continue the 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 education to the stakeholders, to the clubs, and to the referees itself, all right, to the referees itself, to, to ensure that this kind of, of, of mistakes, you know, shouldn't be happening. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure day in, day out, or week in, week out, they have been training. This is not something new for them, you know. And I think secondly is to ensure that uh, critical decisions moving forward are continuously taken correctly by the, by the VMOs in ensure to the to ensure credibility of the VR and to to ensure that the clubs believe that this VR will continue to work uh, for the league itself. Okay, Taki, I have one final question for you because you're a VR expert. I feel like I have to ask you this. In terms of VAR, there are reports that there are two types of VAR. The Premier League insists on drawing their own lines. For example, in the Champions League, it's very much automated where we see 3D figures and the Premier League have decided not to use this. Is perhaps moving towards the other one an option for credibility's sake? Yes, I think uh, it is possible. I think uh, in the Champions League, I would say uh, UEFA Champions League or even in the FIFA competition, uh, at the moment they are using the, the latest technology which is the semi-automated offside, which eventually put the lines uh, when a situation happened. But but in this case, uh, at the moment, most of the leagues are still using manual lines where they are putting in the 2D lines, the 3D lines. And technically, I think in this case, it wasn't a matter of the lines itself, but it's just about the interpretation at that moment where the communication between the VR and AVR was was not there as as the as the VR understands that the situation on the field was offside and he, he checked complete when eventually... He knows that when he checked the, the, the offside situation, the player was in onside position. Well, in terms of communication, you've come through clearly to make sense of this for us. We've been speaking to FIFA referee Taki Jahari. Taki, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. So we got the professional to give us uh, his two cents worth. Um, and of course, we can have an appreciation for how difficult it is to be, you know, in that VAR room. But I, I don't know. It's, it's still... Sounds to me that you would have to be very patient to accept it, yeah, especially if you're a Liverpool fan. Sorry. Exactly, you certainly have to be patient because the margins are so thin, both with errors, especially going into such a high-profile match, but also in the grand scheme of things in terms of the title race, right? And fair to say, I caught up with some Liverpool fans, and they don't seem completely pleased with PGMOL's response. With regards to PGMOL's explanation, definitely not water under the bridge. Uh, the league and the officials have to hold someone accountable. We know what one point can do at the end of the season, not saying we are going, to, we are chasing after the title or anything, even with regards to qualifying for Europe, right? Top four. One point can mean a lot. Firstly, kudos to them for releasing the audio of what went down at the weekend. But guys, come on, at the end of the day, I don't think it is good enough for a league that we have deemed to be the best league in the world. I mean, when I heard it for the first time, I was in genuine disbelief at what I was listening to. Because why was the replay operator the first and the only one to call out the mistake? And then why were the officials in that room with genuine officiating experience and licensing so quick to dismiss it and say that there's nothing that they can do? I guess no one understands that because we've seen them call back things after the phase of play has gone on. So I think we just need better clarity because at the end of the day, 
you're going to cost teams, Liverpool or not, some very, very valuable points. And I don't think that is good enough. For now, at least it gives some sort of closure. Uh, this will set the precedent right moving forward for any teams uh, not to face this kind of error again. And definitely WAR and the officials would be more alert and not repeat this mistake again. WAR is not the problem. Technology is here to stay and the officials have to embrace it. Just an apology is not good enough. The referees should be penalised. They should be suspended for the time being, fined and made to undergo a refresher course. During this time, they should be dropped to a lower division and be reassessed. If they meet the conditions to a satisfactory standard, welcome back to the Premier League. This would surely improve the quality of the refereeing in the English Premier League. It makes me wonder right, if there was indeed a confusion at the point in time and it would have perhaps caused any delay to the game. What's the big deal? Right? What's the problem? Because this season, we are even getting 11 minutes of injury time. So just take as much time as you need to clear up the confusion. Is it water under the bridge? Uh, yes and no. No, because it's likely to be very, very, very costly. As history shows, when Liverpool and Manchester City go for a title challenge, the margin of error is very, very tight. It's really the slimmest of margins. It's like down to a single point, as history shows. Count on the Liverpool fan to bring up history lessons, right? But they, you can see they are divided. They, they don't know whether to accept this explanation or just move on with it. I guess we will know at the end of the season if this three points drop really comes back to haunt them. You know, the way I see it and, and listening to that audio um, and, and something that's a little bit more relatable to me, it's like I'm in a courtroom and a stenographer is telling the judge, hey, your honour, you got the decision wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly how it is, right? I mean, this is an evolving conversation, so I hope the listeners get in touch with us and tell us their opinions. Just glad it didn't happen to us. Sports minutes on Money FM eighty nine point three.